This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Bloomberg Quick Takes Tim Stenovic on Bloomberg Radio. Recently, I got in the mail a somersault catalog. They are a company that's definitely doing swimsuits differently for women. Not just about swimsuits, they are building a lifestyle brand. So let's find out how they're doing it because uh, they've just been a few years in the making. Lori Coulter and Reshma Chamberlain, they are the co-founders of the direct-to-consumer sustainable swimwear brand called Somersault. Reshma is also a chief brand and digital officer and Lori is CEO and president, both joining us on the phone in San St. Louis, Reshma and Lori, so nice to have you here with us. First of all, um, welcome, welcome to Bloomberg Business Week. How are you and what's this past year been like? Well, first of all, thanks so much for having us. We're really excited to, to be here and to, sell, and to tell and share Somersault's story. Um, like everyone else, the past year has been an you know absolute wild ride, but we're really fortunate to be in a space where the consumer has responded. We are, you know, met her when, where, and how she wanted to be spoken to. With, with truly an exceptional product. And it's, it's you know, in the end, it's been a fantastic year for Somersault, but not without um, its challenges, for well, sure. Well, absolutely. And, and you know, I was looking at some some stats, the global swimwear market, I mean, and that's probably, I think, taking everybody into account is something like $18, $19 billion. It's a lot. Reshma, come on in on this. You guys are doing it differently. Tell us about your approach. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you again for having us. It's all about the customer for us. We always put our first. Swimwear had been done in the most antiquated way for generations and decades, right? No one was thinking about what women really wanted. We wanted swimwear that was functional, comfortable, sexy on our own terms. At Somersault, we used 10,000 women's body scans and 1.5 million measurements to really define our fit. And then we want to speak to her in a way that she wants to be spoken to. We want to see ourselves reflected in the marketing that tells us what we should wear or give us ideas. And so we recently launched our Everybody's a Somersault Body campaign that really showcases the incredible diversity that our customer represents. And in the end, we do it all for her and are inspired by her. Well, and it's interesting, Lori. I mean, you've been in the swimsuit business, you know, you, uh, before. You understand it. You've seen different cycles. Um, both of you understand it. I mean, I <laughs> I was thinking about preparing for this. It's all about fit fabric. Uh Everybody who's ever gone bathing suit shopping, uh, swimsuit shopping, it can be an incredibly frustrating event because not, you know, typically it's not always for all kinds of body sizes. Your approaches and having looked at your catalog, I was kind of blown away. You really embrace everyone who's out there. So, so really, our goal all along has been to inspire joy in the lives of our consumer. And, and if you think back how to how we all felt at the beach as children, it was really about engaging with life, fully having fun. And, and a swimsuit should be fun. And it, it really had be done, been done in this antiquated way that Rashma referenced, over-sexualized and dated by the way that doesn't look very modern on social media in the way that many uh, women are finding brands today. And so there was just such a huge white space for us to go out and present um, our product in a modern way that really resonated with consumers. And, and we're really grateful to see you know, just how much the brand has taken off. And, and by the way, we're doing it in the right way, you know, a, across the board from an environmentally friendly approach to the way we're presenting a diverse set of women, you know, in every way. Well, and it's interesting that you talk about, I mean, you're using recycled uh, or recyclable materials. I mean, I've been talking to chief sustainability officers at Walmart, at Cisco, at a lot of different places. I mean, this is increasingly a part of the DNA of companies. Um, Reshma, you are the chief brand officer. I mean, 
how much does your consumer care about not only great fit and function um, and looking good, but how much in terms of what the company stands for and how they make the product? How important is that? Well, eco-friendliness and sustainability, we believe are table stakes, but we also believe in um, working towards a not perfectionist approach, if that makes sense. A lot of people have, you know, big bars that they cannot reach, and then the consumers can kind of sniff out inauthenticity. At Somersault, it's all about being incredibly honest with our consumers, saying, hey, give us suggestions to do better here. Uh, We're asking the right questions to all our vendors. We're focusing on sustainability and eco-friendliness and sharing kind of the true nature of where we are in our journey with our consumer. It's really not about perfectionism. And this is truly a unique approach at Somersault. Whether that's about inclusivity, whether that's about sustainability, it's a truly human approach Mm -hmm. because any company that says that they're perfect at this is not really being authentic. And we really believe in being honest and truthful with our consumer as we kind of navigate this journey together. But it truly is table stakes as companies begin to kind of become the next generation defining businesses. Lori, it's Bloomberg. We like to know about a company's velocity. Give me an idea. You started uh, back in 2017, May of 2017. So here you are, what, four years in. Tell me about the growth in the business that you've been seeing. Well, it's been an an absolute rocket ship and a a pleasure just to be part of something that's so much bigger than any of us are individually. But we've seen that rapid growth that puts us on the top 1% of venture capital that consumer-facing startups you know, worldwide, uh, which is just phenomenal. And we you know, continue to experience 100% year-over-year growth through 2020. Through the COVID year, it was just unbelievable. And and are seeing that kind of same accelerated pace um, throughout 2021. So, so Rachman, does it stay digital? Are stores likely at some point? Well, it's all about giving our customers unique experiences. So when we think about retail versus digital, it's all about new and unique ways in which our customer can interact with our brand. So when we think about retail, we really think about truly experiential retail, where we can provide something more than just commerce, where we can provide placemaking, community building, and creating a true experience for our community to connect with each other and with our brand. So when we think about retail, we're really thinking about creating something extremely extremely new, fun, and a concept where we can blend hospitality and retail. What does that mean? (laughs) Does that mean stores (laughs) eventually down the road? Yes, it absolutely means stores down the road. It's really interesting to think about D2C 1.0 and 2.0 brands that had to build stores to acquire customers. For us, we've really had incredible, thoughtful customer acquisition, incredible organic growth. So when we think about retail, it's going to be about placemaking, and we're really excited to take that next step. What's the best way to do that? And Lori, maybe come on in on this. Is it to do it as standalone, your own own stores, or is it to do it as shops within major retailers or department stores, or a little bit of both? Um, I, I think we're committed to the, the vertical retail um, path, so that would be standalone stores uh, for the most part. And again, it's about that one-to-one relationship with our consumer mm-hmm. uh, moving forward and, and, as Rashma mentioned, creating that place where she experiences somersault um, as a complete lifestyle. And so we're really excited to take it to the next level um, as we think about, you know, the next 12 to 18 months. Well, Laura, what is that next level? Because I mentioned, you know, swim, sw- you know, you're a swim um, wear brand, but you really are looking to do it. And you did during the pandemic, you moved into pajamas, like, you know, things that people were needed at home at that point, And you pivoted pretty quickly. So, so what's interesting is we had already entered uh, many of the, the apparel categories um, that accelerated through COVID. So we mm-hmm. were fortunate to already be in pajamas, cozy, comfy loungewear, 
athleisure as well as as everything cozy cashmere. And what's what's interesting is that sometimes people like to refer to it as a pivot, but we were actually already in those categories and we're able to build it out um, due to our supply chain speed really rapidly. And um, certainly, you know, a, a, a over 35% of our revenue um, comes already from apparel. And so as we continue to build out new categories, that, that percentage uh, continues to climb, which is you know, phenomenal. Where, where do you see it all going, um, Reshma? Is it eventually an IPO or how do you guys continue to you know, provide the momentum, provide the capital? Can you continue to do it in the private markets? Well, for us, it's really about building the next generation defining brand and really kind of marching to creating that brand that people have in every corner of our wardrobe. Um, for us, it's not about, you know, Lori and I built two businesses before and we mm-hmm. never set out to do something small. For us, it was really creating a brand that people in my home country of India can recognize and uh, in the smallest towns in Missouri know about Somersault. So for us, it's about infiltrating essentially every wardrobe in America and the world. And that's what we're here to do. Right. And this is I mean, this everything that you're doing, um, Lori, is on a global level, correct? Um, yes, we are selling globally, although on uh, a little secret, watch what we have coming in the next uh, few months. So okay. from that perspective. <laughs> it yeah. sounds like more is coming. <laughs> hey, one thing I wanted to ask both of you, it's something that we talk about a lot on Bloomberg and certainly within the venture capital world about you know, the lack of women in senior VC positions, the lack of capital often for women-led or women-created businesses. Um, Lori, what's been your experience? Well, I think what's fascinating and most people don't realize is that only 3% of venture capital dollars go right. women founders. Right. And, you know, certainly even less is going to founders in the Midwest. So we're really proud of the fact that we've been able to break through. And I, and I think what investors need to understand is that um, women founders that are breaking through and getting to the level that, that we're at with Somersault from a traction perspective these are these are truly breakout companies, not only from a revenue perspective, but also from, you know, just the just the the drive to break through and talk to the you know hundreds of investors it takes to really to circle that dollars. Now, what what's interesting now is that Somersault receives you know almost an endless number of inbounds in regards to investors looking, you know, to fund the next level of growth for Somersault. So from that perspective. Uh, we've really reached the threshold, but it, you know, we believe it's our job as women founders to really forge the path for those that are coming from, from behind us and to really help um, draw attention to the fact that this 3% number has got to change. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just kind of unbelievable, um, the untapped network and certainly funds going into women-led businesses. Hey, Reshma, one thing I want to ask you guys, um, as Lori reminded me, you guys were already in pajamas. You guys, you know, have sweatshirts, you have hoodies, you have a lot of things that um, really appeal to the consumer currently. Just got about 35, 40 seconds left here. What's the biggest growth part of your business when it comes to the product line? Well, for us, it's all about surprising and delighting our consumer. Our pajamas do incredibly well. Loungewear, activewear, intimates are incredibly successful for us. So it's not about just one category. As we mentioned, it's about owning every single corner and every drawer in her wardrobe and providing joy through every garment and making it eco-friendly and stylish while we do it. Well, um, you're hitting on a lot of things that we know are really, really important to consumers right now. Um, I hope you'll come back and let us know how things are going uh, and how, uh, as you continue to expand uh, what's going on and, and just give us an update. Lori Coulter and Reshma Chamberlain, they're the co-founders of Somersault, both joining us on the phone in St. Louis.